Yeah, and then that's why your your notes really helped me, you know, because I felt like I was down so many times after reading so much. Well, before I found out your program, then uh, after I found out, um, I just kept reading your notes. And I was like, oh, this makes so much more sense. And yeah, I just kept going from there. And also, I also wanted to mention your podcasts as well. When I was feeling down, I just like listened to your podcast or, or like other people's success stories. It's, like, it's a good tool to help people motivate and reading success stories and understand or hearing other people's success stories. It just motivates you want to do more in your life and want to be somewhere that you should be or you can be. Welcome to episode 75 of the CPA Exam Experience podcast from Superfast CPA. I'm Nate, and in today's interview, you're going to hear me talk with Richie. Richie passed his first two sections studying the traditional way, but like some of our other interviews, it was taking so much time, basically all of his free time, and was so burdensome and so time consuming that he simply looked around on YouTube to find a more efficient way of studying, and that's how he came across Superfast CPA. He got our program, and I could quickly tell during the interview that he had very clearly watched every single pro video because he was basically reciting back to me strategy by strategy the entire framework and from there he passed his next two sections pretty quickly in this interview you'll hear him talk about three strategies one specifically that he credits as being the big difference maker and one thing that's interesting and this has happened with again a few of the other interviews is he he did mention that when he was studying the traditional way he still had a very heavy multiple choice question focus, which of course our study process does as well. But as I always talk about, there are a few just small tweaks that anyone can make that will get you much better results out of the time that you're already spending. And that's the strategies that Richie will talk about on the interview. So before we get into the interview, I want to mention two things. First, if you have not yet, the best place for you to start, the most helpful free resource that you can use besides these interviews themselves would be to attend one of our free study training webinars. That is a one hour training where we will walk you through our study framework, how to use your review course much more efficiently, much more effectively. You can sign up for one of those at our main website at superfastcpa.com. It's the main thing at the top of the homepage, or there should be a link down in the description if you're watching this on YouTube. The second thing, since you are watching or listening to this, is our free podcast giveaway. So every month we give away three pairs of Powerbeat Pro headphones to three of our listeners. The idea behind that is these are my personal favorite headphones. I use them constantly. I'm of course not studying for the CPA exams anymore, but I listen to podcasts and audiobooks and other just trainings constantly. Anything I'm trying to learn about, I get it in an audio format and I just listen to it as I go about my day. I can do it if I go to the driving range to hit golf balls. I can do it when I'm making dinner for my kids or whatever it is. So to enter the giveaway, you just need to go to superfastcpa.com slash enter and put in your information. And that's all you have to do to enter. Or again, there should be a link down below this video if you're watching this on YouTube. So with that out of the way, let's get into the interview with Richie. Yeah, well, it's nice to meet you, man. Yeah. I, you know, I've seen your posts in the forum and I think we've sent a few emails back and forth and you're all done, right? Yeah, yeah I'm all done. Yep. That's, that's awesome. And Pacific time, where are you located? I'm currently located in uh, California. Is that where you're from originally? Correct. Yeah, I am. Cool. Mm -hmm. 
Well, yeah. So uh, just in general, kind of where are you at with like, how long out of school are you? Um, where are you in your career or how long have you been working in okay. whether it's industry or public accounting? Just what, what's that all look like? Yeah. So originally I'm actually not an accounting major. Mm. Um, I actually pursued math first. So after I got my uh, four year degree in math, um, I tried to find a job in, uh, the math, the, the math sector, and it was too difficult. The only way you can find a job with math is either you become a teacher and get your PhD or masters, or you go into the actuarial field, which is very difficult to get in, in where I live in. So hmm. after that, I decided hmm, accounting looks better. And then, um, that's where I pursued my associates in accounting. And I actually landed a, while I was in school, I landed a job as a accounts payable processor for the state of California. So I worked there for a little bit and I received my, after I graduated or got my associates, I decided to go into public accounting. So I'm currently an auditor for the state of California as well for a different department. And yeah, that's, that's pretty much my, my background for the most part. Yeah. Just awesome. it. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of funny. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you ever look on like the accounting forums on, uh, on Reddit, but that's like a big <laughs> joke that, or it, with accountants in general, that their family always considers them good at math because they're an accountant and accountants <laughs> are always like, no, we're not good at math. We just, we can add yes. and subtract. But in your case, you are a math wizard probably in the background. <laughs> I guess you could say that. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. An entire degree in math. Wow. I was just going to say that in my opinion, I thought math was harder than accounting. And you, it's funny because I think math is harder than accounting, but in terms of like understanding and things like that, but accounting is a lot easier to find a job, which is crazy. Actually, <laughs> yeah, I mean, if, um, it's true. That's a oh good, that's a good point. It's just, yeah. Interesting how yeah. different, uh, inner industries work, I guess. Oh yeah. I would say for yeah. sure math is, I mean math because if you did a degree in it you probably got mm -hmm. i don't even know what the levels of you probably did like five levels of calculus or something like that yeah it's um, um they we go into something called proofs like theorems and you have to like prove stuff yeah. and it's a it's a it's not fun <laughs> yeah it's not like straight calculations like in accounting or like lower division math but yeah it's uh, not yeah. yeah not pleasant not yeah well math. after doing that auditing is probably like real simple yeah, auditing is more fun. I think auditing is actually more fun as well. You know, it's it's interesting because when you get the financial records, I like dealing with income statements and balance sheets and mm -hmm. stuff like that. I think it's interesting trying to put the pieces together, and you know, it's and also like the debits and credits and trying to balance out on um, certain equations. I think it's more interesting in math, to yeah. be honest. Yeah, it's more fun. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, right. Mm -hmm. Like, kind of like you mentioned in my experience kind of in the, my bachelor's degree is kind of it formed like where I was headed. My accounting classes were the ones that I just kind of effortlessly got A's in. Yeah. And I just, mm -hmm. at the end of the day, like there's always the right answer. Not once you get into practice really, but in accounting classes, that's just what I liked is there's always just this right, right answer that logically makes sense as long as you kind of mm -hmm. understand how it's supposed to work. So yeah. Yeah. So, uh, 100%. so you've been a California auditor. I could have figured this out based on what you said, but how, how long has that been? I'm currently an auditor for a year and two months so far. Nice. Um, but I'm planning to go, I want to venture out because I have my CPA and 
well, I'm a CPA in pro, I have my CPA in progress because I still have to take that, do some other stuff, but I'm planning to go into the big four accounting. I want gotcha. to do, yeah. Um, for Deloitte, I actually have an interview next week with them too. Awesome. So, um, yeah, hopefully I get a position with them and become, you know, go up from there and venture out and do whatever it is I do over there. Yeah. <laughs> Not sure yet, but yeah. Yeah. It's going to be a good challenge. Yeah. Because I know the state of California, they don't, they don't value CPA as much as private accounting firms do. So I want to be in a place that's valued or that values the license. So, yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, and especially, you know, you, if you went through all the hassle to like get the CPA and if that's the case, exactly. then yeah. So uh, yeah, let's, let's go into that. So when you started studying, just what did you do when you first started studying for the CPA? Right. So I just did the traditional pathway, you know, how you listen to the lectures first, you do all the MCQs after that, you do the simulations or I would do the simulations and I, like at the end, two weeks before the, at, two weeks before taking the actual exam, uh, you, I would do the interview, the, the three tests, I forgot what they're called now. But yeah, the, just the practice, three tests, practice I, I exactly. Yeah, just practice tests. Correct. Yeah. And it's just so time consuming. I felt like I wasn't being efficient enough. Somehow I, I did pass them. I passed two of them my first try before finding out your program on YouTube. I was just searching randomly how to be more efficient. And then mm -hmm. your program popped up <laughs> and I attended your live session. Yeah. <laughs> and I thought it was pretty interesting. And after that, I just um, signed up for the program and everything worked because before signing up, I also took audit and regulations I, and I failed it. So I, I, I was figuring out, I think I just, I was doing something wrong, you know? Yeah. And so I, I went over your program that I passed it first try after that. And you know, all your condensed notes, your, the app to do the multiple MCQs, they all helped really well. Yeah. Just That's awesome. Doing it with the routine. Yep. Okay. So you, so you've passed your first two just with kind of the traditional approach is that right and then you've yeah. you failed to yeah. is that what happened mm -hmm. okay correct yeah after that yeah okay mm -hmm. and then i figured out your program yeah nice and then i used that and then i passed it first try after that so yeah so what so. would you say that's kind of inner i mean it's that's not that unique i've heard that story like people pass one or mm -hmm. two and then for some reason like the third one they take or maybe the next two mm -hmm. are like hard for them which two did you pass yeah. first I pass FAR and BEC first. Okay. So you pass the hard yeah. one and then or the hard one, the hard one. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You passed the first two. The first one that you failed was, was audit. The first, yeah. After that. Yes. Correct. Okay. The order was a FAR, BEC audit, and then a reg because taxes is the hardest thing. So, gotcha. Yeah. Okay. And so <laughs> I guess that's kind of my first question is you do the normal approach. Okay. It works for FAR and BEC. What do you feel like, mm -hmm. why do you feel like it didn't work for audit for whatever reason? I felt like it didn't work for audit because I think I was reading too much and reading too much into it. And I didn't, at the time I didn't, I wasn't taking any notes as well. I, I just, you know, did, just hammered a bunch of MCQs per day, like 200 per day and a bit like five simulations per day as well. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think on the test, when I took both reg and audit, it was different because you know how there's like a best answer or there's a good answer. And then there's a better answer. Yeah, I yeah. always get messed. I always mess up 
by picking the good answer over the best answer. Because sometimes I always narrow it down to two of them. And then there's one of them that's better. And then I choose the good one instead of the best one. Stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. And then I think also the reason why I don't think I did well is because at the time it was during busy season as well. So oh. for us, yeah, it was busy season for us as well. So um, I kind of had to like kind of work over, over time. And um, I didn't have enough time to study or, or to put dedication to the CPA at that time as well. So I decided to take your program and use the condensed notes, which... Uh, helped me a lot better. In this case, instead of reading the entire the book, which in the jargon they use, they didn't really help me yeah. as much as your notes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, obviously I'm a big believer in our products and everything, but what's interesting about what you said is that you were still doing a ton of multiple choice questions, which is more or less kind of our approach, at least how you do your main study session. So were there any, once you watched our training and maybe watched our uh, pro videos or the strategy videos, even though you were doing multiple choice a bunch before, was there anything that changed or any ideas from our strategies that made yeah. a difference in that? Yeah, there's, so I didn't wake up like super early in the morning, like how your program recommended, like the, the two hours, I would wake up like five, five in the morning, five, five thirty, depending and, and spend two hours doing MCQs and making notes of when, what I was struggling, like on the flashcard, like you suggested oh, yeah. after that. Yeah. This, the flashcard definitely helped a lot with the concepts uh, or retaining concepts mm -hmm. and also doing the, the 30 overall review questions um, gotcha the 30 mcq is that reviews what i learned prior so i won't forget yeah know? because sometimes i do forget when time passes and there's a lot to remember right so that's definitely why i did in the morning and then i would start after work at 4 p.m but i mean during the workday i would use your app the the program on yeah your app and just hammer MCQs per hour and also read the lecture notes as well, um, okay. which also helped throughout the day. Whenever I had time during lunch, that's what I would do as well. Just MCQs and reading your notes uh, constantly. And during also after work, I, I would be going back to kind of like my own, like, well, I adjusted a little bit. I used your study notes and your review notes, and I kind of tied it back to my lecture notes as well. Mm -hmm. Also the flashcards as well. And. And also the flashcards really helped and I liked it because I wrote it in my own words, like you suggested. Yeah. So I would sit, sit there, I would rehearse or not rehearse, but kind of repeat what the, what the, the explanation on the training program or Becker would say for the MCQs and would write it down what I just rehearsed to me, like a crazy person in my room. So exactly. uh, yeah, that's, yeah. <laughs> that's basically what I did. It, it, it helped a lot, especially with final review, you know, you know, you just uh, do a bunch of MCQs at the end using your software as well as Becker. Also uh, reading your lecture notes beginning to end like two times uh, a day. And then I would also take the test on a Monday, the following Monday. And I also, that's it. Wait, what you suggested, you know, taking two days to Saturday and Sunday and then taking it, taking the test on Monday, which is what I did. Yes. And, and I passed somehow. <laughs> I didn't expect it, but I passed it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like yeah, magic. So, so you, you, you obviously had our pro course and watched those videos as well. Cause you like, you're following mm -hmm. that. It sounds like mm -hmm. smart yeah. man, oh, smart all, man. I watched all your videos. Yep.
Yeah. From beginning to end, always. Yeah. No, no shortcuts. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. No. That's one of my, that's one of my biggest like frustrations is I'll get emails from people and they'll ask me like, how does, how does this part work? And I'm like, okay, I just please go in. And if you paid the money to buy like this program, just watch the videos first, because that will just enable you to make so much progress. Like everything in there to pass quickly and efficiently is in those videos. So mm -hmm. I'm, I'm glad to hear that. And also, so my original question was the first time you were doing a ton of multiple choice, which is yeah. a huge part of our program anyways, but then it sounds like mm -hmm. essentially just the idea of adding in re-review, constant re-review of everything mm -hmm. is really what kind of made the difference. And like, it sounds obvious when you say that, but that's not really part of the traditional approach where you kind of just do mm -hmm. one by one and then a big final review. Whereas this, it's just yeah. more, you build that re-review into your daily process. So yeah. 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 Like, like I forgot to uh, mention that because like, after work, I was like, so exhausted also. So I've noticed that my retention wasn't as well as it was compared in the morning, because for some reason. Yeah, because I'm a morning person. And then when I study in the morning, I felt, uh, I noticed that I've started like getting like scores for the MCQs a lot better compared to in the afternoon or evenings when I try to study it. Cause I feel like it's not going in as much when I study in the morning. So yeah, um, I would definitely recommend people to study in the morning. Like you said, yeah. Cause it's a, a lot better <laughs> retention at least. Yeah. We'll no, I think you. that's, yeah. uh, I mean, I think that's like a proven thing with brain science or whatever, like our, our ability to just do meaningful, like process complex information or do high level tasks is like finite. Right. And it obviously on a normal day where you've slept normally, like it's at your peak in the morning and yeah. it just kind of goes down. Yeah. And so when you go to work yeah. all day <laughs> and then you save, you know, your big study session for at night, when that is like down to this much. Yeah. It doesn't work that well. Yep. So also for the, the flashcard strategy, I forgot to mention that too. I also use, I also just took 30 minutes of my time, um, reviewing them before I go to bed. Some, for some reason, like that actually helped me as well, you mm -hmm. know, before going to bed and then in the morning, I would kind of like take like five minutes, just going through them real quick and kind of reciting. And then I noticed that I've starting, I've started to remember them like quicker, faster, more efficient. I started to be able to recite them faster as well from what I written on the flashcards too. So yeah, that really helped the flashcard method because before I didn't do that. So yeah, yeah. I'm glad that, that helped. <clears throat> well, again, also, yeah, when you, when you think about that if you just kind of do that throughout the process and you're, you're making flashcards for things that you personally struggle with, you know, there's the one thing you can do. Every review course has the ability to like flag questions or also I think Becker, probably all of them, they just kind of keep this in the software. It's built in where stuff you've missed repeatedly, like they can serve it to you. You can generate a testlet from like your weak areas yeah, and that's yeah. good. Mm -hmm. But if you have throughout the process, as you go through topics, things you keep missing, you write it out. Well, like you said, the first part is to explain it back to yourself until you yeah. can come up with an explanation in your own words that like makes sense. And then you write that yeah. out. That's, I don't know, 10 times better, 20 times better, uh, a way yeah. of keeping track of your own weak areas and then consistently reviewing your own flashcards. Like you just said is 
that yeah. just solves that whole <laughs> issue of like weak areas really. Yeah. Yeah. And those flashcards are basically like gold to you during the review phase or during your final days of review. Yeah. Because it definitely uh, came in clutch. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> when it's, I took the test um, yeah. the second time and yeah, and reached through it or passed it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. No, I specifically remember, I mean, I didn't have any magic way of like making my own flashcards. I would just do that, like make stuff, make flashcards yeah. on things I kept missing or forgetting. And and mm -hmm. I would, I mean, I think it's in those pro videos. I mean, I would do the two day crazy cram review or whatever. And then I would also <laughs> drive to the testing center an hour early and kind of have my weakest deck still based on the, cause I think I was using like Quizlet and as you went through them, Quiz they're color coded on how well you know it or something like that. Yeah. So anyways, I would mm -hmm. review what was still like my weakest flashcards. Yeah. And sure enough, I would just start getting questions that were just straight off my own flashcards every time. So yeah, it was like obviously super yeah. helpful to do that. Yeah. And then the, the flashcards and Becker, I felt like I wasn't being efficient enough because as I was going through, I, I, I told myself, I already know all this. I might as well just do or do flashcards on the things that I don't know of. And yeah, that's where your method came in. Just um, doing it, reading, reading the explanation, saying, repeating in my own words and writing it down by myself on the, my own flashcard on Quizlet. Yeah. And. Yeah, it really helped. Actually. I think that's the biggest thing that helped me, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, to a pastor's right, right. Yeah, when someone emails me and you know they either failed a section or they're just you know they're saying like I'm putting in all this work, but I'm scoring like 50s or whatever on my sets daily sets of 30. That's almost always what it is. Uh, I mean, that's the first right. thing I ask them is, are you making flashcards or notes in your own words for stuff that you keep missing because everything else, you know, it's, it's like I say, it's like a recipe. Yeah. There are key ingredients, like moving through the new material is obviously you have to do that at some point re-review in the form of the daily set of 30, and then using the study tools just all throughout your day. Those are both forms of re-review. And then the other key ingredient is putting stuff that you struggle with in your own words. And if you're like doing those yeah. three general things, it's, it's hard to go wrong. So. Yeah, that's, that's the passing formula. I was going to say, uh, on your notes, condensed notes that you wrote, it's definitely a lot easier. Also, yeah, during final review, when I was reading it and comparing it with um, like how Becker wrote it, it's a lot easier to understand, especially for final review, because I don't know, for, for some reason, Becker, they use a lot of jargon that doesn't really, I'm, I'm pretty sure it doesn't really help most candidates um, when they prior to the exam, whereas your notes, you know. Just reading through it, it makes so, so much sense um, <laughs> and so much, so much clarity and it just helped me remember a lot of stuff a lot easier before taking the exam. So that's something I would like to thank you of that. Yeah. I mean, I'm, yep. I'm glad it could help. And yeah, I say this and I think people, and in fact, I've gotten like comments, you know, YouTube, the haters come out of the woodwork on YouTube because some of our videos, people will say stuff like, well, of course you recommend nice. this idea of mini sessions because you sell study supplements and i'm like well yes that's true but i these study supplements are like literally created on how i like what i wish what i wish i would have had like to a t these yeah. notes that are just i mean we made those by going back through thousands of exam questions per topic that's why they're so direct and we get all these comments about people saying like I got in, I don't know how you come up with these notes, but I got in there and I saw stuff like word for word on the exams. 
And it's because we, we base them off questions, not just trying to create a summary of everything. So yeah, Mm -hmm. I appreciate you saying that. What was your approach for practice sims in your study routine? So after I found out about your program, I actually stopped doing practice sims. I just hammered multiple choice because now that I think about it, when I do practice sims, practice sims are kind of like a more detailed version of the multiple choice question. Mm-hmm. So if you can, I felt like I was wasting my time doing this because most of the sims that I did during my practice sims didn't even show up my real exam anyway. So, and multiple choice, I think kind of helped me attack the sims a little better because the, the explanations on Becker or yeah, on the um, sims actually, sometimes it didn't really help at all because it's so long and hard to read and understand. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and uh, yeah, and then not only that. You can't really go back for I me mean, for I'm talking about for Becker, at least you can't really go back to the lecture. You have to actually spend time going back to, to remember where as compared to the multiple choice questions in which you can just click the, the button, the C lecture button, it'll take you right there. You yeah. Know? So it, so the, in essence, the Sims, I kind of stopped doing it. It's just during final review. I did do it a little bit just to have like some sort of understanding about the format just to know what to expect. And that's basically it. I didn't really focus on Sims as much as the multiple choice. I just kept hammering multiple choices. Yeah. MCQs. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, That's, yeah, yeah, that's essentially the whole idea. I did. You want to do enough of them. I mean, it's basically, it's just what you said. You want to do enough of them where you're comfortable with the formats you're going to see. So you know how to actually Mm -hmm. kind of fill them out and open the different little exhibits exactly. on those types. So you need to know like how yes. they appear and how they work. But then <laughs> the other side of that is to just sit there and go through hundreds and hundreds of practice sims. Yeah. It's kind of, there's very oh. diminishing returns because on test yeah. day, it's going to uh-huh. be so different anyways than what you've yeah. really seen. Yep. And then not only that, like you keep doing sims. I mean, if you have a job um, and you work overtime, <laughs> You're not going to have time to keep hammering sins as compared. It's not as efficient in my opinion as doing multiple choice questions. You, yeah, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, it does make sense. And the other thing is on, on test day, the best thing you can do for the Sims is to just leave as much time as possible. Because again, the ones you see on test day, there's going to be some real tough ones in there, most likely, especially on FAR and reg. And so you just need to leave as much time. And so going back to your daily process, the other, like doing so many multiple choice is like the best way to learn the material in the context of questions. But at the same time, you're also getting very good and efficient at answering multiple choice. And so that it kind of yeah. just solves that in advance for test day, the time yeah. management aspect. Yep. I, I forgot to say also like during yeah test day, that's why I'm also noticed as well from my mistake in which I failed my first exam for audit and reg as well. I didn't leave enough time. That's the big thing. Mm. You need to be fast at hammering multiple choice. You need to get those out as soon as possible because you need time exactly. uh, yeah. dedicated to the exhibits. And then I've noticed that the more, the more time I had on those. I was able to get through them in a time efficient manner, you know, like gave myself time and I knew I wasn't in a rush or anything. So yeah, definitely finish your multiple choice questions as fast as possible. You do not want to be spending too much time on those. Yeah. And during testing. Yeah. Yeah. And the, Mm -hmm. like the panic aspect, that's a, that's a big thing that I, again, Mm -hmm. if, if you have that solved in advance, you get through the multiple choice and you just have, you know, two plus hours to go through the Sims. 
Whereas if you only have an hour, kind of like half of oh, your yeah. half of your brain is just consumed with yes. kind of this feeling of panic. Like yeah. you're just freaking out yes. that you're trying to rush mm-hmm. through it and you make mistakes or yes. or you just have to rush yep. through it and submit stuff before you want to. <laughs> yep. Yep. That's exactly right. Yeah. I was going to ask about your test day experience, but after doing it oh, this God. way, I'm assuming you were just really quick the, t- yes. the last two times on your MCQs and then you had plenty of time for the Sims, right? Yes. Yeah. I just hammered. Yep. Because, well, I'll explain or I'll give a little backstory about how I, when my, when I took my first exam for audit and how I failed it, I think I only gave myself like an hour and 30 minutes. I spent too much time on this, on the multiple choice questions because I didn't know. I thought I would have passed it actually the first time, but I didn't because I didn't know it was going to be that extensive on the Sims. Yeah, mm-hmm. the Sims are very scary. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and you should not. I, I think I overthought on some of the multiple choice questions, but if you think about it, the multiple, I mean, the entire exam is kind of weighted in a way. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you shouldn't be spending too much time on one multiple choice question. You just, I just, I learned that from my second ex- or from my experience after failing it the first time to just you know, finish it out as fast as possible and just leave as much time as you can for the Sims. Yeah. Yeah. Those are scary. (laughs) Yeah. And intense. Yep. And so would you say the audit ones, so the audit ones kind of came across harder to you than, because again, you had already passed FAR, which most people would say is the Mm -hmm. hardest exam. Was the audit one just more, (laughs) just more difficult to you for some reason, just in your experience? Yeah, I think. I think for far it was easier because there are more calculations on there. In my opinion, there's not like there, there was more of a better, I felt like I could kind of zone out the better answer, like, because there were more numbers in my opinion, as compared to words, because I'm not good at, I can, I'm better at visualizing numbers and understanding like numbers for some reason compared to like words. Yeah. That's basically the only difference to why I think I passed far compared to audit. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of reading on audit and there's just more calculations on FAR. That's just, yeah, that's a math major is I'm thinking, I guess. <laughs> no, that makes yeah, sense. That's how we uh, think. <laughs> it's true. All the stuff you learn in the, like in the undergrad, oh, well, you did a math undergrad, but for in like the accounting yeah. undergrad, it's kind mm-hmm. of all financial reporting type. That's what accounting yeah. is. And then audit really is kind of a separate thing. And most people at most have yeah. one or two audit classes versus like, I don't know, 10 to 20 accounting classes. So it is, it's just a different, a different thing. And there's so much, like you just said, there's so Mm -hmm. much word and verbiage and so much of it sounds very, very similar, but it's obviously very different, like different audit reports or this paragraph goes Mm -hmm. before this paragraph. So yeah, Mm -hmm. a lot of people say that. Yeah, that's exactly, you're 100% right about that. Yeah. And then that's why your, your notes really helped me, you know, cause I felt like I was down so many times after reading so much. Well, before I found out your program, then uh, after I found out, um, I just kept reading your notes. And I was like, oh, this makes so much more sense. And yeah, I just kept going from there. And also, I also wanted to mention your podcasts as well. When I was feeling down, I just like listened to your podcast or, or like other people's success stories. I was like, oh, that motivated me to, um, actually study more and not being, you know, lazy, sometimes I sometimes got lazy in studying. Yeah. So yeah, that just, that's a good way. That's a good tool to help people motivate and reading success stories and understand or hearing other people's success stories. It just motivates you want to do more in your life and want to be somewhere that you should be, or you can be. Yeah. yeah. No, that's yeah. awesome. We hear that a ton about the podcast. 
have started kind of mentioning that on every episode, but that was never, I never thought of it as a, I'm going to do all these interviews to make this kind of motivational resource for people studying. But that's kind of the main thing we hear about the podcast is just, I mean, it makes sense. It's such a struggle for people to go through the the study process and then to hear, to be able to just listen to other people's stories from start to finish. And most stories had this period of struggle, then they start to figure it out, then they pass. So it's like, yeah, it's like, okay, I can, I'm going to get to that point. Yeah. Yes. In in a way, I would say your podcast actually helped me pass the CPA exam as well, because it actually motivated me to study. Yeah. So that's a good way to listen to them when you're down or you think you can't do it or, you know. Yeah, uh, you're, you're like, your confidence, like your self-esteem and confidence is a little low. I, I would say definitely listen to those um, podcasts because they definitely brought my energy back up to studying. Like, yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah I no, do it. It, I could do like other these people. Like these other people. <laughs> right. Yeah. No, motivation is a huge thing. I know yeah. I've said that before on podcasts or emails, like the best strategies and the best study tools or the best review course doesn't do you any good if you can't get yourself to sit down and study. Right. So it's just, this whole thing is just like this combination of like your study strategies, keeping yourself motivated, like keeping your head in the game. That's yeah. It's just like this cycle. Let's see. So we kind of went through everything. We talked about your daily process and then you, with our study tools, I mean, you basically mentioned this as well. Did you use all three? Like you'd listen to the audios, you'd do the quizzes, the oh, review yeah. notes. You just kind of mm-hmm. used them whenever just, it made sense to use the different ones. Yes. Yeah. So for the review notes, whenever I would drive to work, whenever I had to, I would also, also always put on the audio notes. So I always, always put those on wherever I go, whenever I have to take like a quick walk for like exercising and just clearing my mind, audio notes really help with that kind of help me retain a little bit of the information along the way. And it keeps adding on, you know, yeah, just yeah. keep using that. So yeah, I know I use your multiple choice questions on the app a lot. Yeah. I use that a lot for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and same thing with your lecture notes. I read that throughout the day or whenever I had time. Yeah. They really came in handy. I believe that really helped me. My, yeah. My study process. No, again, I like for me, studying from my phone was huge. That was just. I don't know, after I, I failed far the first time and then and then I was working full time. And at one point I was like reading ESPN and it was like 10 in the morning and just in these little, you know, five minute chunks, I'd already read like every story that day on ESPN. And I was just like, and it like dawned on me. Like I look at this stupid right. phone all throughout the day. I should be trying to like study. And so yes. I, I got some stuff like these... PDFs, focus notes, and nothing that I could find was actually made to be like used from your phone. So I had to like pinch and zoom and it was really annoying to read. But even then it was still super helpful just because again, I, you have your phone all day. It's that makes up like two to three possible hours of like extra study. And so, yeah, Mm -hmm. having everything work right inside the app. I just, I think people discount Mm -hmm. the idea of studying from their phone. Like their first thought is how effective can this really be to study for two or three minutes, but across six to eight weeks, you know, 10 or 20 times a day, that's, it makes a huge difference. Right. Yeah. Yeah, Before, before I found out about your process and supplements, I would like do a lot of time wasting stuff. You know, like just go on YouTube, watch some random stuff. After I found out about your program and then you, uh, you told me or told your, the customers to use the, the app and reading 
reading your notes and listening to audio lectures throughout the day, I found that it's such more like the time efficient use of my time or a more efficient use of my time. And, you know, it just helped me throughout the day. And I noticed progressively closer to the test date that I was learning a lot more than I actually thought I would. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, And the other thing it does is back to like the motivation idea. It just kind of helps you. It it just helps you feel like, okay, I like, I made a little bit of progress. And in just, even in, again, even in these little three to five minute chunks, it it starts to be, you just gain a sense of momentum to where you want to do more of it. You keep doing it each day. And then, like you said, a few weeks in, you realize, okay, this is all really like starting to, this is all really starting to click. And studying each day is a lot easier when you feel like it's working than if you're studying hours every day and then you do like a practice exam or something and you get a 50 and you're like, man, I am just wasting my time apparently. So, yep, exactly. So if you had to, if you had to just narrow it down, what was the most helpful part of our program to you? So I would say the most helpful throughout my studying is definitely the condensed note throughout the day for your supplements, at least. If you're talking about your supplements, then definitely that your review notes compared to the MCQs, in my opinion, because the more you do the MCQs, I felt like I, it's kind of second nature to me, like the lecture notes, I kind of forgot some stuff. So when I read through it, it's a little easier to digest. I mean, yeah, it was overall, I mean, it's easier to digest and understand the general idea of most of the concepts, especially for studying the multiple choice, um, or when I took the multiple choice during my exam, I noticed that the general understanding kind of gave me hope, I guess, on some of the questions yeah. and it, it helped me nar- narrow down the best answers and gave me a higher chance on some of the questions I didn't, I didn't even know how to answer. So yeah, definitely your review notes, your condensed review notes throughout the study process. Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree. I try to tell people if when you're doing the mini sessions, try to aim for like a 50, 50 split between the quizzes and the reading the notes. And like most people just want to do the quizzes cause they are like, they're very simple and, and they, people yeah. get used to mm-hmm. it. And it's just, you know, you tap through answers and then getting people to read the notes is almost like telling my kids, they got to like eat broccoli. Like it's easy to get them to eat yeah. chicken nuggets, but the right. broccoli is like, like, listen, just trust me. This is good for you. Like eat this broccoli. Yeah. And that's, yeah, that's how the review notes are. Yeah. At first I was doing 50, 50 at first Then I noticed like the most of a choice. I started like getting them like four out of fives and five, five out of fives on a consistent basis. So I kind of adjusted my studying routine a little bit and read, or I used more of your review notes. I started like doing like set like 60, 40 and then like 70, 30 after that. And mm-hmm. then yeah, like stuff like that. But yeah, it definitely helped though. Yeah, your yeah. review notes, um, yeah. in my opinion. Well, awesome. I think we kind of went through everything. The last thing I kind of ask is, I guess maybe two things. Even if it's something we already covered, what would be your top two or three wow. tips to people currently studying? And then is there anything else from your own process, any breakthroughs you had that we that we didn't cover or that you haven't mentioned yet? Just anything, okay. anything on that. Okay. Well, my first tip for sure would be to hammer out as many multiple choice questions as you can throughout the, you know, find time whenever you have spare time, free time during your lunch break or whatever, before you go to bed, do like try to hammer like 10 or five, but before you go to sleep, but throughout the day, try to get as many, um, as you can, because after 
you you'll start to notice it that it's that it's starting to build your knowledge uh, before test day or again close to test day that you're starting to understand more and understand yeah starting to understand more and same thing with reading the explanation front and back as well so or beginning to end not front and back sorry yeah beginning, I, yeah uh, read re everything if you don't understand it make sure you read everything so that's my first one and the second one is making flashcards because I felt like that was the biggest impact in my opinion. Using the flashcard method, like you mentioned, try to explain it in your own words first and then put it down to a flashcard. Because I think before when I was just reading it or reading and kind of like, or reading the exp their explanation and not repeating it back to myself, it wasn't helping me yeah. <laughs> at all uh, compared to saying it in your own words. Because saying it in your own words obviously makes means that you understand it, understand the concept at least. And just go through your flashcards throughout the day, like a little bit throughout the day, like give yourself like 10 or 15 or 30 minutes before you go sleep. And yeah, you'll see a, a traumatic uh, difference in your studying and uh, you, you'll be more confident and more prepared for testing. Yeah. So those are my two biggest tips, MCQs and flashcards. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And that is a key point, what you said. When you're doing whatever it is, if you're doing multiple choice and it's something that you know you've kind of struggled with, but then you see that explanation, it's easy to think like, oh yeah, no, I do know that. I just forgot it for a second. But then you're yeah. going to do that again on test day mm -hmm. when it's a slightly different or, you know, but stopping mm -hmm. and making sure that Stop. you know it by telling it back to yourself out loud and writing that down. That's just like this other yeah. level of making sure you understand it. So yeah, that is, that's just a, yeah. it's it's just a huge, huge thing. Well, yeah. So I appreciate you doing the call. I'm glad you found mm -hmm. our stuff and that it was helpful and uh, yeah, congrats on being done. That's awesome. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me, Nate, and all of your supplements as well. They really helped. So that was the interview with Richie. I hope you found that very helpful. And if you did, please take a second to share this episode or the podcast in general with somebody else that you know who's also working on their CPA exams. And again, if you haven't yet, don't forget to sign up for one of our free study training webinars. That is one hour that will literally save you months and months of time and frustration. And make sure to sign up for our free podcast giveaway. You can do that at superfastcpa.com slash enter. Or again, that link should also be down in the description if you're watching this on YouTube. So thank you for watching or listening, and we'll see you on the next episode.